Hello and welcome to episode 183 of NCP. My name is David, and with me for this episode I have Crystal. Hello. And Bo. What's going on? What's happening? It's all happening. We were, we've, we've had the uh, the super exciting experience of a cease and desist from YouTube. Yeah, we got a cease and desist from YouTube. That's a real thing. Yeah, that is a real thing. We were talking. We uh, we mentioned it when we were talking about the Fine Brothers and uh, all their bullshit. And, oh, uh, that's amazing that yeah. it happened just after that episode. I know, weird. So I actually know quite a lot about this uh, cease and desist business, but it's like a rite of passage <laughs> that we've got one to uh, for us. It's, uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> our, our very own. Our very I own. There's some more breaking news that just like literally is happening as we speak. Is uh, Donald Trump just won uh, South Carolina primary? Oh no! <laughs> what are you people thinking? <laughs> the world is oh, coming no. to an end. South Carolina primary won by Donald Trump, and we got a cease and desist. So like like South Carolina was like always going to happen though for Trump. I, I feel like if he had lost it, it would have been a guaranteed like oh he stands no chance in the world. It would have been more shocking if he had lost it. I think is, is what I'm what I'm saying. Imagine the landslide what? if the Pope hadn't called him unChristian. <laughs> I think it's mo- the the most shocking is the fact that he even has a chance at winning anything. Yeah, what's, no, what's I'm with on? you. No. You know, I, I'm trying to be like. I mean, I'm voting for Bernie Sanders, so that probably puts you like where my head's at. But yeah, like at the same time, I'm trying to like. Because I don't want to come on the podcast. This isn't a political podcast, so like I'm not trying mm. to like just tell you why I love Bernie and hate and hate Trump, but. Uh, from like a total neutral, non you know emotional standpoint, like South this this area he's campaigned the most in, um, and I think it's because a lot of people in this area buy into the idea that he's not playing the political game. That's what when I talk to people that live around here, that's kind of like why they like him is they're like oh they're fed up with the political system and especially and, and you can't blame if if you see you don't live in America so I mean you may not see it but South Carolina is represented very poorly. Um, in the political system, we've always had kind of, you know, crony, you know, we've we've had bad representation when it comes to politics. Hmm. And so I think that people in this area are just kind of fed up with the whole system in general. And for most people, Trump represents that, like, well, I'm not going to play the game. And, and a lot of people around here don't actually agree with what Trump says, but they just agree with, like, his rhetoric and irreverence to to say certain things <laughs> which sounds crazy uh which 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 in a weird way i kind of like bernie sanders for the same reason i think he also doesn't play the game but he's kind of on the other side of the coin uh from trump but yeah i think that if he had lost south carolina it would have been a it would have been a bigger discussion like the fact that he won was it was kind of i don't want to say inevitable but like it was there was a really good chance that he was going to win and he didn't win by like a huge landslide um, so, I mean, maybe that's a good sign that he's not going to win nationally. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't begin to tell you that I have any kind of authority on this subject, but <laughs> well, I should have, uh, I should have declared this a no Trump zone podcast. At this time. <laughs> <laughs> just, Trump's going to have to get a bigger wig cause his head just got bigger. Oh, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. back to, back to our cease and desist. Uh, so what, uh, tell the, our good listeners the reason we got, uh, the letter from, from, uh, YouTube. Well, for the for the Undercast Podcast Network YouTube channel, it's just called Undercast Network, mm. and there is a Undercast. Uh, I'm not sure that they're called Undercast Network, but there is an Undercast YouTube channel, um, and they do like uh, I think it's like gaming. Yeah, it's a sp- <laughs> Spanish channel, is it? Yeah, it's 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 um it's in Spanish. Yeah. I don't I don't know what I, I don't know. It's some Spanish speaking country. I don't know I don't know exactly what its you know nationality is, but it's it's. Uh, as Trump would say, it's not American. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Don't mention Trump again. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it, it's I think it's it's either actual gaming like soccer and like games. Well, they 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 actually are called Undercast Network. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no wonder. No wonder we're getting a season. No wonder. I mean, it's it's amazing <laughs> they haven't done it before. Maybe they listened to our show about the um, yeah. the yeah. Fine Brothers. And it is. It actually, yeah, it, that would be pretty cool. And it's clearly gaming because their logo is ripped right off from Unreal Engine. I know. I saw that too. It, it looks just like the Unreal Engine logo. Yeah, exactly. We, we should put we should put one up against them. You oh, ripped really? off Unreal. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, we had discussed a few weeks ago about taking it down anyway, because the original plan was we were going to put all of our shows on one uh, YouTube channel, and then we kind of thought that was kind of a bad idea because we're kind of like we're losing, we probably would lose subscribers in that exchange. And so we kind of were like on the fence whether to keep it or not, so I think that maybe they just made our decision for us to get rid of it. I don't know. They've got five videos. Oh, that's it? That's it. No, six. Six videos. One of them's 15 seconds long. One of them's just their logo. <laughs> Which is the Unreal Tournament logo. It was the Unreal Tournament logo. <laughs> wow, maybe we should fight it just out of principle. Yeah, I just, well, uh, you know. I mean, I, I, I mean, to be fair to them, all right, they, they did have the, the name Undercast Network before us, right? Let's, let's, you know, really let's, let's be realistic. That, that is true. But they're not using it. I mean, it's... It's, it's yeah, an and waste. you know when we when we came up with the idea of the name, I googled it to see if there was any other ones around, and that was the only place I saw Undercast Network, and it wasn't a podcast network. It's not even in English. You know, I just kind of thought, "Where's there? They they are using the same title, but they're not in the same wheelhouse as us." I was like, "There's no way we're going to have any kind of conflict," and they have no presence on the internet that I saw other than that YouTube channel. So I really didn't think it was going to be any kind of conflict. And at that time, we didn't even have the YouTube channel. I was just trying to see if, you know, if the domain name was available and if we had a, you know, if we had a franchise or I don't want to use, after the Fine Brothers, I don't want to use the term franchise, but if we, <laughs> if we had some sort of, you know, if we had some sort of branding that was similar to theirs, I really didn't think there was going to be any, any kind of crossover, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, appar- apparently uh, I, I got the email today. Uh, I can read all the Google stuff because it's in English, but they have like a place where uh, the the person making the claim can you know type out his uh, dis- description of of what's wrong, and it's all in Spanish. And I I I, I have no idea. <laughs> I can only assume that they're wanting us to change our name. I, I hope it's not, I hope it's not more than that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they also have undercast.es. They also have uh, a URL. All right, let me go to their website. I just went there. It's terrible. It's all in Spanish. Okay. No, it's not terrible. Because, <laughs> no, I, let me I mean, let me re- let me rephrase. It's not terrible because it's in Spanish. It's terrible because it's a terrible website. <laughs> I thought this is no Trump zone, David. <laughs> it's terrible. Full stop. It's a terrible. It's terrible. Full stop. New Separate sentence. sentence. It's all in Capital Spanish. letter. It's all in Spanish. <laughs> oh, the header. The it's like uh, it's like an unfinished website. It's like yeah. a. Uh, like a WordPress, like a, a WordPress blog, and, and they they have not filled in all the all ha- the spaces. Yeah, they haven't done any work on it since 2013 when it was first created. So, mm, so I wonder if we should come up with a new name. I mean, or do you think we should just? I reckon we should the- fight it. We should fight it. I reckon we should fight it, dude. We've got a different <laughs> URL. We're completely different. We actually use ours. It's a different yeah. country. 
I'm interested. I'm interested. What, what do the listeners say? What do you think we should do? Should we actually fight it? You know, half-hearted. Let's be honest. It'll be half-hearted fighting. <laughs> it's not like we're going to take it to court. But, you know, should we? Is, is the principle there? I don't know. I'm, I'm 50-50 because on one hand, yes, they definitely did have the name before us. On the other hand, they're not using it. They're not doing anything with it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing is I don't care about the YouTube channel now because it's really of no use to us now. But like in the future, it may be. You know? Yeah, exactly. We went on a bit of a went on a bit of a tangent, a bit of a Trump tangent there. But uh, so this, for this episode, we have uh, reviews and uh, a question from one of our listeners. Um, now we're gonna, we're gonna, I want to try a different sort of review format. We'll have we'll actually have like a discussion instead of just you know it's an individual person just having to be under the pressure of talking for 15 minutes so uh yeah. we'll see we'll see how it goes i think i think it'll work but then uh, yeah but then uh, john on has asked us a question on facebook to my eternal shame he actually asked it a few months back and oh because, my god and because i suck at social network social, social social networking i uh i missed it completely so i, I did apologize on facebook and uh, we will <laughs> and tell him that we'll talk about it today um yeah, it was. Uh, I feel pretty bad. But new fangled technology. I know. Kitties are using these days. <laughs> these, these kids and they're 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 getting on my lawn. Their twit book and their facer. <laughs> twit book. <laughs> You're on I, fire. I appreciate, I appreciate the uh, the response though. You know, I yeah. do a lot of podcasts and like um, I would say that the other podcasts I do, we have similar audience size. But it seems like nerd culture podcast fans like like to right back to us you know they like to ask questions and and uh it's a really cool thing yeah i, I mean i i, I don't want to i don't single out you know any of our fans i love them all dearly yeah it is every single one of them and uh equally but there are uh just a, a handful of fans that uh well listeners that we um that seem to you know to interact with us you know quite regularly and often and uh and i i gotta tell you i love them yeah i mean it's 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 awesome it just it is I just can't. I can't describe the experience when you like you log on to, you know, to Twitbook or Facer, and, and <laughs> you know, and there's and there's there's a comment there. Regardless, yeah. of what, it doesn't even matter what the comment is. It's just, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. It's, just, it's awesome. It's nice so. to know it's not just going out into the void. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. cool. So, uh, but before we move on to the reviews, just uh, a quick uh, self plug because you know why the hell not? Um, I was uh, guest host on Meta Mojo uh, recorded yesterday, so. Uh, which is why I'm sick now because I was out in the, outside in the world. Normally I don't leave the house, <laughs> but because I was outside, somebody somebody infected me. But uh, so yeah, so co-hosting Meta Mojo. We love listeners, but don't breathe on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that was that was really exciting. So I joined uh, Frank, who you know obviously is the host of Meta Mojo, and uh, it was really really cool. It was um, it was a Deadpool themed because Frank is obsessed. <laughs> with Deadpool, it's, it's it's really quite quite scary. Uh, <laughs> we did it, it wasn't on camera, but he's actually got like a little Deadpool shrine next to his computer of just all these little action figures and bubble heads and various other stuff, which I actually have contributed to. I bought him a Deadpool statue, so there's a Deadpool statue there, and and I don't know, it's kind of freaky, but it was uh, a lot of fun, and uh, he's awesome. And I was yeah, I was a little nervous because I'm not usually in front of the camera unless it's for comedy. But, uh, you know, it was all right. I didn't mind it. Is it good? Yeah, it was good. I've been in front of the camera since uh, my interview days. The uh, picture that Manamojo tweeted out of the two of you was quite nice. Yeah, it's actually reflected of a... It's meant to to reflect a particular Deadpool comic cover, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I was unaware. <laughs> That's what it was meant to be. So, I don't know. So, yeah, so that was cool. So, uh, that'll be up, uh, well, this this will be up today. So, it'll be up in a couple of days from now. So, yeah. check it out. All right, so, the reviews. Let's uh, let's start with Deadpool, funnily enough. Deadpool, Speak of Deadpool. The, uh, the Deadpool movie is out. It's, uh, it's made quite a splash. It's been uh, quite successful. And, um, of course, Frank is very excited. And uh, it's... It's heralded a uh, new, a new wave of superhero uh, movies because it is uh, rated R. Uh, well, it's actually only rated MA here in Australia, but it's rated R in, in other territories, and uh, it's now uh, led the way for more sort of adult-themed superhero movies. What do you mean more? I mean that the Superman film was very sort of adulty and Batman's becoming more and more adulty and this new Superman versus Batman film is very dark, grungy and gritty. Dark, grungy and gritty doesn't mean adulty. And I disagree yeah. with every other film you just mentioned. They're all clearly aimed for children. Uh, or teenagers what? at the very least. I, when I, I, when say I say adulty I mean adult as in, as in the, the, the movie definition of adult is boobies and swearing. Yeah, it's, it's, it definitely is very. It definitely is very different in the way that it's uh, geared towards adults. But I know it. But I also know what Crystal's saying too. I feel like for the longest, for a long time now, superhero movies were made uh, sort of as adults first, and then they were like, "But we have to make it so they can bring their kids." Yeah, exactly. And Dead, Deadpool is like designed where it's like we want it adults only. <laughs> like we don't even want you to bring your kids. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, very, the, super, the superhero movies of today are very different from the 1970s Superman. Yeah, 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 totally, well, you're totally right there. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I've seen it, obviously, and Bo has seen it. I've not seen it yet. I have to say, though, my introduction to Deadpool primarily came through the Clash of Champions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Deadpool. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we'll try it, so because uh, Crystal hasn't seen it, and because we don't want to upset our, our listeners, we'll try and keep it sort of uh, as spoiler-free as we can, but, uh, yeah, Bo, have you got any uh, thoughts on Deadpool? Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a lot of, I went and saw it opening night, and uh, I honestly, I kind of went into it with with, with low expectations, and, and, and I mean that in, uh, it was not a movie I thought I was excited for, I, I didn't even know if I was going to see it originally, Um to me, I, I've liked the character of Deadpool, um, but he's also kind of like a Harley Quinn-esque character where it's like, Deadpool's a cool character, don't get me wrong, but I feel like a lot of people are into Deadpool that are not normally into comics. And I know that sounds like comic snobby, comic book store snobby of me, yeah. but but what I mean is it just seems like a lot of people like Deadpool because they think he is violent and funny and they may not get the satire behind it, or they may not get the complexity of it. It's like people that like Breaking Bad just because he's selling meth. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there, there's subtlety and complexity to to the character, and I feel like a lot of people see it and don't get that. Um, so I kind of like was going into this thinking, and and, and then I thought the movie is going to be even amplified even more. Like the movie is not even going to try to have any of that subtlety. It's just going to be, it's just going to be just what they know that the Hot Topic uh, fans are going to want, and that's all it's going to be. So I kind of, going into the movie, I kind of thought, I'm not going to like it. But I got I do a podcast, do two damn nerd culture podcasts, <laughs> and I need to go see it so I can talk about it, because it's going to be one of the biggest, you know, comic movie events 
um, in a long time. And, and I don't know if it's because I went in with those expectations, um, but I left really loving the movie. Like, I had a blast seeing this movie, and it did everything I wanted it to do um, as far as, you know, uh, again, I, we're not, I'm not going to give any, like, major spoilers, or maybe there may be minor little bitty teeny-weeny spoilers. Um <laughs> But it, it definitely was like, you know, Deadpool was aware that he was in a movie. And mm-hmm. they took it even a step further. He was aware that he was played by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And it was like Deadpool was a character and Ryan Reynolds was a character. Yeah. And it was it was as if like he, you know, it was completely aware of all that. And it kinda uh it kinda gave me a new light on like they could do a story with that. They could do a whole they could do a whole movie where, like, Deadpool realizes that there's a world outside of the movie universe, and he's the only he's the only character within the Marvel movie universe that realizes this. They could they could build a whole story out of that. Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis could could totally screw that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's I mean that goes it goes with the comic. I mean, obviously he's the, he's aware that he's in a comic book. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's that all it all plays into all that. And I, I, yeah, right. I mean, I'm glad they incorporated that. I mean, they 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 had to really. I mean, to make it work, they oh, had yeah. to incorporate. That's that like sort of the stuff. core of his character. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 basically his superpower. The fact that he's so you know self aware. Yeah. Well, it's one of his superpowers, as we learned to our horror. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, man. It's, it's I, I love the, uh, the the very the, the many. Uh, is that outside universe references? I, I mean, it, it, it actually went into it the same way as you, but it, it, almost identical to you. Otherwise, uh, other than I'm not as much of a comic snob as you, but I actually, uh, no, I'm <laughs> if anything, I'm probably worse. But uh, no, actually, I went into it with very low expectations because I mean, as much as I, I mean, I like Deadpool as a character, but god damn, it's you, you, you hit the nail on the head with the Harley Quinn that stuff, and we're just, yeah. I'm just sick to death of seeing the guy. He's just everywhere. And, That's the thing yeah. is is he's a complicated character. Like one thing, and this is something I don't think the movie touched on. And and maybe uh, maybe maybe it's my ignorance of the Deadpool character. But the way I always imagined Deadpool, and the way some writers have written him, is sure he's comical. Sure he's he's uh, you know he's always saying the, the the funny sayings, and he's talking to himself, and and he he like will literally carry on a conversation between two different color. Uh, you know, word bubbles because it's mm. like they represent both people in his head, and and it's and it's hilarious. But at the same time, it's all it also has like a sadness to it, like like he's a tragic character. And and I I, I was really shocked that they didn't play on that more in, in the movie. I I felt like I felt like he was almost better off, you know, after everything that happened to him in, in the project. But like it just it just I don't know. I've always seen this sadness in Deadpool. In the comics that I didn't see in the in the in the uh, in the movie, and maybe that's some kind of weird Freudian psyche thing where I, <laughs> you know, I'm seeing the sadness because I'm a sad guy. I don't know. Well, they, but like they, they they do kind of touch on it with the the scene where he's following Vanessa and the he's wearing the hoodie and he's too scared to get to actually go and speak to her because of how he looks now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But like, but like, uh, and again, this might be my ignorance of uh, of the the comics, but. Because whenever I picked up Deadpool, it was already, it had been going for for years. Mm. Um, I didn't pick up New Mutants or whatever number it was whenever he first was introduced. But like, like um, the Deadpool comic, what's that? There's like New Mutants ninety eight or ninety seven or something. Yeah, someone. I've got his second appearance, but I don't have his first. Yeah. It, it it almost seems to me like the sort of the deranged the deranged comedy psyche of of Wade Wilson. 
would have been developed during the air experimentation and manipulation of him. And in this and in this movie, Ryan Reynolds has the same humor and the same psyche before that happens to him. And I, I guess maybe because the, the movie starts, you know, after he's a mercenary and everything, so maybe it could have came from there. But I don't know. It just seems to me like like the it. I, they could have played on sort of the sadness, of, especially with the end of the movie. But I don't want to. I don't want to reveal any endings or anything like that. <laughs> right. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. Well. I. I. I walked into it with uh, low expectations, but I. I was. Uh, I had a lot of fun. It, uh, I enjoyed it uh, quite a lot. It's. Uh, it's not uh, a movie without flaws. And a bit. What I. What I wanted to touch on was that. It's. It's. This, it's in an interesting situation where it's allowed to have flaws because Deadpool himself is flawed. So what would norm, what you would normally see, well, you know, as, as film critics, as we are, what would normally be picked on as a flaw in the film is like, that was a badly done shot or, you know, that scene, that particular scene didn't really work. It's kind of hard to critique that because maybe it was intentional because they know that it is actually a bad air quotes film. It's uh, it's unique. It's it really is unique in what it can do, and it's a, it just it opens up the door for it to be able to do anything. I mean, almost anything. And there's there's, there's at least four shots that I can think of with, that really just do not work, but they work perfectly in the scheme of a Deadpool film. Giving themselves an out. It's uh, yeah, it's fascinating. It's it's a fascinating film to watch, and it's it uh, and yeah, and it's a bit more importantly, it is actually a lot of fun, and that's you know that's. Our listeners know that's all I really worry about. As long as I'm having fun, so uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. It's, I, I, I did uh, I liked the mini uh, Easter eggs. I don't, I don't think it, it oversaturated on the Easter eggs. There was just enough uh, Easter eggs there of, of varying levels. There was varying uh, levels of Easter eggs that you know that everybody in the audience would at least not pick up on one of them. You know what I mean? So yeah. and I mean the, the the magnificent opening sequence. You had uh, just in that shot alone. You had. Ryan Reynolds on the cover of People magazine is sexiest man alive 2008. Yeah. So that's so everybody in the audience is going to see that. You had the the Green Lantern um, uh, wallet tag that popped out, and the reaction yeah. from that I got to tell you, the whole audience laughed like lunatics. Um, I mean that was pretty awesome because you can you could see Fox breaking the fourth wall and referencing other Fox franchises, hmm. but it's it, it it was pretty hilarious to see that not only did they they break out of the world of Fox, but they broke out of the world of Marvel, mm. you know, to, to do that one. That was, that was, I, yeah, I thought it was pretty clever. Yeah. But all of that, all the fourth wall breaking stuff was, was really funny. Yeah. I was, I was, my favorite was, was the, uh, was, uh, the Deadpool, the X-Men origins, dead, uh, Deadpool action figure that just happens to just be sitting on the counter there <laughs> that he, that he yeah. moves out of the way. Um, that's, that's in terms of Easter egg that that's definitely, but my, my actual favorite scene, um, and it, it is a, it is a spoiler. So I won't, I won't give the, the precise details of it, but towards the end of it, when he re, uh, reunites with Vanessa, um, she, uh, lifts up his mask <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, yeah. and what is underneath his mask is bloody hilarious. So it's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 great stuff. So yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it uh, for sure. And uh, actually, I actually don't even want to. I don't want to rate it. it does, it's a film that's beyond rating. <laughs> yeah, like what do you compare it to? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. I, I think it was a great movie. And it, it way it way outlived my expectations, just like you said. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I feel like almost anybody could enjoy this movie. I, I mm. mean, my wife loved it. 
she, she didn't have a fucking clue who Wade Wilson was going into the movie, but she <laughs> she loved it. She, I mean, she she really did think it was a great movie. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's funny because um, I love <laughs> I love the line where he's uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, I know what you're thinking. My boyfriend said this was a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know that, like, like there's got to be, you know, you would be, you would be lying if you said a hundred percent of women seeing the movie. But you know, there has to be a huge percentage of women that only saw that movie because their boyfriend said, "Oh yeah, let's go see this superhero movie." Yeah. I just thought that was really clever and funny. But the whole movie's that way. I mean, yeah. it's a fucking hilarious movie. And it was, I mean, it was released on Valentine's Day. So is is that little kick as well? Yeah. Yeah. I did see yeah. a few promotions like that. That this yeah. is the one to take you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about too. Is the whole the whole thing about Deadpool being like larger than the, the comic and like being aware that he's within a fake universe. Uh, the way that they built up to the movie, where they made fake Deadpool posters, where it was mockeries of other posters, and they did the fake uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, like it was a date movie kind of style trailer. Mm. I, I mean, I thought even all the promotion leading up to the movie was very like you know, satire Deadpool esque. You know, that was that was what really got me hyped up for it was like I was like, they're gonna do this right. Like they're doing they're doing everything that I would expect. You know, if somebody that really loved the character of Deadpool, uh this is how they would this is how they would do it. And I, I felt like they, they I felt like they lived up to that. And and that's I think that helped the atmosphere of the movie mm-hmm. was the way that they didn't just put out these these cool action packed trailers. They did they did all this like subtle humor and, you know, breaking the rules of Hollywood, you know, leading up to it, just in the vein of the character Deadpool. You know, it, it was yeah. it was really cool. I agree. I, I, all that and uh, Ryan Reynolds' just utter excitement, like childlike excitement at finally getting Deadpool on the screen properly. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was really cool. Next up, I want to talk about Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 9. So after the, uh, the Season 6 hiatus, which seemed to go on forever, I don't know what, what, was, that, what was that about, uh, they've come back with a with a bang with uh, episode nine. Now it's uh, I was I had a bit of a reaction <laughs> to episode nine. It's, uh, it is. Uh, they should the... get a cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. Um, it was. Uh, it, it's basically it was a combination of the of the storyline of, of the cliffhanger from obviously from episode eight, uh, where um, you found. Um, the nurse, the doctor girl, whatever her name was, was with that wait, wolf. Wait, should we should we pin spoilers on this? Um, it's yeah. gonna be really hard to talk about. We'll say we'll yeah. say light spoilers. Yeah, there, there will be there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. Well, there, there, well, for me, there'll be at least one. I don't know about you, but for me, there'll be at least one spoiler. So, yeah. So the doctors with the the wolf character, or the one of the wolves, Rick. And the chick he's in love with, and her two sons, and Michonne, and Rick's son Carl, or Carl, and uh, the baby, oh, and the priest are all sort of walking through this horde of zombies with the, doing the trick that they did from season one, man, with the uh, with the zombie guts on them and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And a bunch of the others are in one of the houses somewhere. Basically, the rest of them are all sort of holed up in the houses, too scared to go out because the place is just is just now overrun. Uh, Woodbury is overrun with zombies. So it picks up right from there, and 
Yeah, actually, how many spoilers do I need to have? Okay, well, it's 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 <laughs> the uh, the Rick Rick's group walking through the zombies is uh, is quite dramatic. It ended exactly how you knew it was going to end. Let's be honest. I mean, the last scene, the very last shot of episode eight, is that little yeah. dickhead kid <laughs> saying "mum." It's like he was just told not to say anything, and yet yeah. you know, "mum." Credits roll. And I was like, if he's not dead in the next episode. Something is seriously wrong with this show, and uh, sure enough, yep, he's gone. And you know, and a lot of I've been reading a lot of stuff online about it, it's like how brave they were to be able to, you know, to actually show like a little kid getting killed and stuff. That's bullshit. Because <laughs> like he, that kid deserved to die. Um, and <laughs> yeah, they they really did make it like a really bratty kid that you hated. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his brother was even worse. Like his brother, his brother was destined to die. No, I, I, I wanted, if I had to choose between the two, I would have wanted that kid to death. Like, he was, he got a I'm with her. you. I'm with you. And that, that scene, that scene is fa- fascinating for me for multiple reasons, right? One, not only is that kid destined to die because of the last scene from uh, episode eight, is, I mean, if he had survived, it would have been a Glenn hiding under the dumpster's level of cheat. Um, the older brother, again, destined to die because you can't just have him fighting with Carl the entire time. Whether he was going to die in that sequence, I don't know. He was actually a little bit more uh, smarter and braver than the younger one, but of course had to die at some point, most likely because he tries to kill one of the, you know, Carl later on, which you know obviously plays out a little bit more. But what I was disappointed was to see the mum die because I was like, well, here's here's uh, I mean, Rick. Let's let's be honest. Rick's slowly going mad, so he was you know, the slight the, the chance yeah. for you know for him to actually not go crazy. And uh, but but that, that's the end of the show. He has to go crazy. That's yeah, well, that's true. That is a good point. But I mean, so so of course, when the when the kid um, has his reaction and goes down, of course she's going to react. So of course, yeah. therefore, she has to die too. I actually think that played out really well. But the thing I want to touch on in that scene is not only was my was was my happiness that that kid copped it, but but why he copped it. Now let's 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 think about that. He's he he's already scared, right? Now he's already scared, and justifiably so. He's in a horde of zombies for crying out loud. But yeah. the reason he freaks out is because of what Carol told him five episodes earlier about how the monsters are going to, you know, come and get him and stuff. So when you it's think good. about it, that was great. Yeah, the reason he dies is because Carol was kills it? him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that, that I like is it. That. I like that theory. Yeah, it's good. It's, I'm not saying it's 100 percent Carol's fault. But majority yeah. Carol's fault. You found a Walking Dead conspiracy. <laughs> it's uh, but that, she's got a lot to answer for this woman. Um, and although, really although point. I do think she's awesome, and she's one hundred percent right with the with the fight over the wolf. Yeah, she's Karen. the real villain. She's the real villain of the show. Yeah. yeah but, oh yeah. So that, been, so, so that was the what was what was one strong reaction they had. I I have been anti Team Carol. I've been against Carol since the prison days. Like, oh no. I, I, that was when I was I with Carol. I saw through that bitch back then. Dude, I'm actually, that's what put me on Team Carol. She was the one that had the right idea. Bump off the week. Anyway, so so, it was, so, I reacted, so I reacted to that scene. But then my biggest reaction was saved for, which is what I was going to call spoiler on, although I have now to spoil that bit. But once again, Glenn survives impossible odds. Now, yeah. uh, seriously, I'm so tired of this. Actually, I, I got so angry that I actually tweeted. I actually got on the Twit box and said, <laughs> "I'm so. How many times can can Glenn be saved from from uh, certain certain death? 
I'm actually now looking forward to him meeting Negan. Now I understand. I don't that think it'll minutes. be him. I don't think it'll be him. You don't, what? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm you get, serious. I don't think it will be. I don't think he will be. All right. So for people, people listening who uh, have read the comics, they'll know what, what what my reference is. What it was about. Big, big major comic book spoiler. I mean, yeah. we, we can't talk about it. even if we don't say it, we can't talk about it without saying that. Yeah, okay, so I don't want to say it, but the, so comic readers yeah. of The Walking Dead will know what I'm talking about. When Glenn meets Negan, it's not a good deal. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you don't think it's going to go down that way? No, I, I think they're setting up for that to happen to Daryl. Ooh! Because they've been kind of, they've been kind of building up other characters over Daryl. Um, I think that they recognize that Daryl was untouchable, and he's not anymore. They've They've... They have slowly weaned us off of Daryl. <laughs> yeah. I think that's and, more because and, Norman Reedus just, just wants to go. And Norman Reedus wants to leave. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he loves Walking Dead. He loves the fans, but he's ready. To, he's he's a way bigger star now yeah. than he was when Walking Dead started, and he wants to go do other things. Yeah. And I, and I think it's also just like Glenn was in the comics, uh, where it's a lovable, untouchable character. And they want to right off the bat show you how important Negan is, and I, and I think in the movie, or not the movie, but in the TV show world, uh, that's not Glenn. I, I think that I think that that is uh, that, that's that's uh, Daryl, and and I think that I think that their whole thing is their whole thing with the killing off Glenn thing is is they're toying with us because they know that the comic fans know the the fate of Glenn, and they and I think they're just toying with the they're just toying with us now with that, yeah. you know, blatantly. Yeah, no, um, is, and, and I'm with you. Whenever that happened, when that happened in the episode, I was like, all right, I'm over it, dude. He's not going to die this way. They didn't make us wait on him, yeah. you know, for a whole half a season. And then they're just going to kill him, in, in, you know, in this, I, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, and I was kind of over it too. Like, I, I kind of think that you're going a little too far with that mess. You now this is kind of a rumor. Me and David on uh talk, the walk, uh, talk, the walk.com. My co- my- <laughs> my co- um, David. <laughs> oh yeah yeah american david hmm. um me and uh me and american david were talking about we didn't talk about it on the show because we didn't want to we talk the walk we like talking about rumors but if it's actual spoilers we don't really want to talk there's no fun in just saying oh i i i heard that this is what's going to happen um okay. we actually found a script for the finale and everything that happened in the mid-season finale and this mid-season opener was condensed in a much shorter version as the mid-season finale. And mm. the rumor is that they actually decided that that was not the way they wanted it to end it, and they split it into two episodes. And oh, so, so, the, so the, the cliffhanger wasn't going to be them leaving their house covered in guts. It was going to be what happens to Carl. To Carl, yeah, yeah. exactly. That gotcha. was the original finale, and um, or mid-season finale. And uh, again, we decided not to discuss it on the show because it seems so plausible. Mm. And the source, the website source that it was from, had like every other episode right. Like you could read the scripts of every episode for the whole of last season, and um, and they were all correct. So we were like, well, this is probably pretty accurate. This is kind of we don't want to just we don't want to just out and out spoil everything on the podcast. So we we didn't we didn't talk about it, but um, it was. It was to the. It was almost exactly what we got in these two episodes, but condensed to just one, one single episode. So you're more yeah, of a Walking Dead. Why they split it up? I don't know why they split it up. Oh, I understand why they split it up. It made more dramatic sense. But, but so do you? You're a, you're a bigger Walking Dead TV show fan than me. So did you actually like the episode? 
Yeah, I liked it. I I I dislike the same things that you you said. I, I didn't like the scene with Glenn, and uh, the the scene the scene uh, with the that scene that we're talking about with, that ends on the event with Carl. I thought happened really fast. Like mm-hmm. it was like almost rushed. Um, but Andrew Lincoln just carries that show. I mean, like mm-hmm. if they had anybody else cast as Rick, that show probably would have already failed unless it was somebody way better than Andrew Lincoln. But Andrew Lincoln like 100% carries that show. Like he is, he is, you know, this, that scene is written so quick and just shot so fast. And it's, if, 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 if they didn't have fantastic actors, it would have, it would have felt rushed and it, yeah. in, in, there would have been no subtlety to it. But like he, with his facial expressions and, and his reaction to just in that moment, he had to think he was losing everything. Like he had to think my son's about to die this woman that is finally, I've got a love interest after I lost my wife. Like, you know, like everything there's like that. We've seen them in bad shape before, but that moment, it was like, everything is being lost right now. And, and Andrew Lincoln's such a fantastic actor. You could, you could just read that in his eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, like whenever he's in that scene, he's going through that experience. Dude, he's got to be like crazy in real life because he's went through all the same, all the same trauma that Rick has. <laughs> uh, well, he's British. Moving on swiftly. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about X Files season ten, episodes four and five. Now, this is—I really, really wanted to get into this because you know the hype machine for X Files Return uh, has been yeah. uh, it's just overwhelming and as huge X Files fans that we all are all three of us um, it meant a lot to us and and you know up and up until this point I was enjoying it I actually quite in, I actually thought season 3 uh, episode 3 was probably the best one yeah episode 3 is definitely my favorite um Restarby was awesome but we've just we've just had episodes 4 and 5 and 4 yeah take it or leave it it is what it is um but 5 Five has pissed me off so much that I just I've now I've lost all heart in the project. It's it really really it, it actually it it was so bad that it made me angry. <laughs> so and and the reason why that is is because it was I mean it's, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with a bad episode of TV, right? I mean X Files is not immune to bad episodes of TV. I'm not saying it's even as bad as the vampire episode of X Files, <laughs> which is the number one worst episode of the X Files without doubt. But it is. Because it, it is just atrocious, um, but it, but it was what's what's annoyed me is because we've only got six episodes to yeah, go here. It's but, wasted a whole episode. That's right. So you, I mean, you have every episode. I'm not saying it has to be brilliant, but at least has to be at the very least good and progress the story in some way. Whereas this doesn't. I mean, obviously it carries on a bit from with uh, Scully and you know the fact that her mum died and was in a coma and all this sort of stuff, and that's but that's all it had. That's absolutely all it had, it was, and everything else was just an absolute waste of time. It was racist, it was offensive, and it was very it was poorly acted, and it had that absolutely ridiculously stupid mushroom hey, don't break my dude. heart, my yeah. achy breaky heart bullshit. That is just it was just unbelievably annoying. And but what's the most annoying about it is is yeah, it's it's the second last episode that we may ever get, and yeah. nothing has happened. It's so now you've got all the questions and and, and, and it touched back. I actually thought about uh, the the previous time we were talking about the X Files on the show when Bo said, um, "Well, they I mean they mention Samantha, yeah. they mention they've mentioned William every fucking episode, 
Yeah. And, you know, and they mentioned the conspiracy and all that sort of stuff. And we're actually now at episode five. We don't have William. We don't have Samantha. We don't have the alien conspiracy. This question. None of this has been answered. We've only got one episode left, which they're either going to cram all this stuff into, which would be a mistake, because it, no, no. it just won't work. To have answer all, at least all three of those questions is not going to happen in one single episode and still be good. I don't care who you are. Right? It's, yeah. It just can't happen. Um, or it just means they're not going to answer some of these questions. And it's like, well, then what was the fucking point? What was the point yeah. of this season other than to make more money? Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Like that's That hits the nail on the head. Like I, I actually think they were all really good episodes. I loved them all, but it was not what I was expecting. I was, I was expecting answers. It's like when you get to the second to the last episode of Lost, and it's a flashback on R- Richard Albert. It's like, come on. Like, seriously? <laughs> Like, there's no way you can wrap this up in one single episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I think the next episode is going to have to do with, like, uh, the alien invasion. I don't think it's going to touch on his, his sister or any of that. And uh, so they introduced two new characters in this episode. Do you think that they're going to announce some sort of, like, relaunch of, of the X-Files? Not with those two characters. I wouldn't. I just, the whole episode, I kept thinking... Like that, that those two showed up, and I kept thinking, "Oh, this is going to be some sort of tongue and cheek," because it was so in your face. Hey, this is the new Scott Mulder and Scully. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, hey, they're just on- like us. But and I kept waiting for like a punchline. There wasn't one. Yeah, yeah. That's how yeah. badly written this was. I mean, I mean, you're right. It was so in your face that it was just it just became boring. <laughs> well, what is this? And then it just got worked. It just went downhill from then on. Just, and uh, um, Mulder comes up with this ridiculous, crazy scheme. Like, he comes up with crazy schemes, but that was just stupid, even for Mulder standards. Yeah. And I kept waiting for, like, there'd just be some sort of reason for it. Like, he's trying to get um, the new Scully out of the way so the old Scully can go down to Texas. But no, nothing. That was just... All the surface stuff was all there was. There yep. was no ulterior motives or anything. It's just not. I don't know. <laughs> I sit yeah. there with my mouth open for most of the episode. It was not a very good episode, but I think that what made it so much worse, and I think the reason why we were looking at it under such a microscope is because that it, it, we thought we were going to get six episodes, you know, full of X Files answers, and we basically just got like, out of six episodes, it looks like we're going to get like two episodes that deal with the story and and not even like real intimately. They're kind of like a, they're kind of like a, like a new re like a a new, like the, like the story that they introduced in the very first episode barely had anything to do with the original story. Mm. And I'm sure they're going to wrap, they're going to wrap up some of that. I won't even say they're going to wrap up everything. They're going to wrap up some of that. But yet, uh, the other four episodes just seemed like they were missing X Files episodes. You know, like they yeah. weren't anything to give us any closure on anything. I, did, I didn't mind that, and, and I, I do like how they've sort of brought Mulder and Scully into the into the now where um, like Mulder's not very good at using the smartphone. Um, yeah, like a lot of people his age aren't, and uh, a lot of he goes going through a lot of the old cases, and they've all been solved because you can look up and research things instantly now and work things out. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Yeah, I quite like that. Um, but yeah, uh, and, I, and I don't even mind that like they've been one-off episodes because they've been pretty good up until this point. Mm. I just, the it, thing, the thing is, is that I don't, I don't even, I don't even necessarily want all the answers, right? I mean, it's, it's, that's fine. That's I, to have not I, to never know the eventual fate of of Samantha is perfectly fine with me. But but at least make at least have a reason to exist. Like this, I mean, this season. This season essentially does have it doesn't have any reason yeah. other than pure nostalgia. 
and yeah, and it's just it and it just seems pointless to me. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, as good as episode three was, I, I loved episode three, and I very, I mean, I very much liked the you know the throwback to the comedy episodes and a bit of privacy, and, please. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's cool, <laughs> and I also liked where it was placed. I mean, they 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 reintroduced the, the characters. They they've they're they're back on the X Files, which I do think I do think was ridiculously rushed. Like if back if you remember back at the but the original series and more especially the movies, they're on the run from the US government. Yeah. So now that they're suddenly now back working on the X Files, what the hell is that about? But but then to have sort you know, just sort of like, all right, well now we're just gonna have a comedy episode to sort of slow down the pace a little bit. But then it should be in four, five, six, bang, 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 top grade, X Files, here's some answers, here's some more questions. And we yeah. haven't got that. Instead, we've got episode five, which is, my God. So was this, do you think that this was Vince Gilligan's, like, uh, like point to the show? Like, do you think the fact that he's not he's not on the production team is part of the reason we're not getting those, like, the episodes that we really loved out of the X-Files? Do you think that's that he was kind of the key to that puzzle? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know him well enough. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's it is hard, hard to say. Yeah, and it, it it kind of seems like he couldn't have been the only person. <laughs> so what do you so so put on your put on your writing caps? What what do you think will actually happen in episode six? Well, I'd be shocked if I didn't go back to the William question because it's been it's like a carrot the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said before, you told me to calm down. Is they have actually mentioned William every episode. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So if there's no William, I don't even need I don't even need to see William. Yeah. I just need to have. Some sort of resolution. I mean, more importantly, Scully needs to have my, some sort of resolution to I, William. I Otherwise, can, what the hell? I can picture sort of Scully's just sort of stalking him through the school fence, and she's seen him, and she knows he's all right, and then goes away. Well, I wouldn't call that stalking. <laughs> Do you call that stalking? Yeah, but I, I, I agree with your, with your interpretation. I, I, well, I don't agree with your interpretation, but yeah, I, I definitely they need to at least see William as alive and well. Yeah, got to be awesome if William's being taken care of by the cigarette smoking man. <laughs> Well, I I originally thought that he might be the he might be the uh, the the guy that's got the YouTube channel that's like uh, all into conspiracies and stuff. Oh, yeah, that idiot from Community. Yeah, that guy. When they first no, he's, he's the too old. Too old. William's only he's William's only old. sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, but if he's if he's being taken care of by Secret Smoke Around, that'll be hilarious. Bad, a, but hilarious. A strong suspicion. And, and they, they, they teased him in the first episode, and they haven't shown him yet. This. Smoking man, oh, only yeah, in older dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, um, they, are they. Well, that's the thing. Actually, I actually do think Samantha is dead. Yeah. But, and that's fine. I look, I don't care. The Samantha, the Samantha angle, I'm not that fast about. But the whole, you know, all the other X Files. There's so many more X Files questions that have been asked. That now I just, have no I answer. can't. I can't believe they relaunched the show without touching on those things. Mm. It's I'm, just all right. So, so episode six, you reckon we'll see William through a fence? I, would hope I think we'll see s- something about William, yeah. I would yeah. hope to see the lone gunman back. I think that would they deserve a better better role than just a, a brief cameo appearance in Mulder's dream. Yeah, but they died is the reason why. Oh, did they? Aren't they all dead? Yeah, oh, yeah they're I dead. I remember. So long yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. But they never showed that they could easily write that off. They never showed them die. They're hiding they were hiding at like the table. in a room with a with a, a chemical or something. Yeah. Mulder could have walked away from the. I don't remember who it was. Someone sees him in the window. Someone, whoever that was, could have walked away. Agent Doggett or somebody, and yeah. uh, and then you know some G man pulled him out the other side, and they've been they've been like forced to work as like computer hackers for the <laughs> NFA for the last 20 years. You know, I mean, yeah. who, who knows? That works for me. Even that snippet of a story was better than episode five. 
<laughs> the big boulder. The big so, Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Before I, I get angry again. <laughs> Before I go on a rage. I just, I mean, uh, you know, it is, I, mean, I don't own X-Files. I just, I just think it's a wasted opportunity. Uh, it really, that's what it feels like. I actually like the episodes, but it just is weird to me that they even did it, but they weren't, like, it just, you know. Not in a six like, season run and six, six, six episode run. No. Yeah. It was a full set of 22 seasons. I would have said, well, there you go. It just goes, Absolutely. chalk it down to the bad, one of the bad, you know, every season had at least one bad episode. Yeah. That was it. Bang. Who cares? I've now got another, you know, 14 episodes. I'm cool with it. But no. Uh, anyway. What can There's, you do? And, and I'm also with you. Like, if they rush all this into two episodes of story and all the rest are filler, I mean, that just doesn't feel right. Yeah. It's on the, on the level of the second film. The second film was better than the fifth episode. Oh, that's true. It had Billy Connolly in it. <laughs> I agree with that. I think that's true, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our question from John. Uh, is, I'm quite excited about this one. So it's, it is a, sort of, it's a Clash of Champions-related question. So he says, I'm a bit behind in episodes. There's been one thing that I've been meaning to get your thoughts on with Clash of Champions. I've always thought the Force users would need a fair bit of concentration to do certain things with the Force. So a way to take out a Force user is to disrupt their concentration, not give them time to use the Force. What are your thoughts? It depends on the proficiency of the Force user. If we go back to our Luke versus Paul one, um, uh, it would be difficult to disrupt Luke's concentration because he's like the ultimate Jedi yeah. in the universe. I'm with you. Uh-huh. What about Ahsoka? Ahsoka might be a bit easier to distract. She could be distracted. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's what I think he's essentially referring to Ahsoka. But I'm with you 100. percent The Luke Paul, it doesn't apply to Luke Paul because they're on a different level. They're like they're like gods, you know. So that was a whole different level level of battle. But I think with the Ahsoka stuff, yeah, it actually comes back to something. I just had like a random thought on the way to work one day. Right? It, was, it was really weird. I don't know why. But it just popped in my head. I was like, when you see these epic battles, you know what I mean? It's like it's the you know the lightsaber fights, and and I always it always sort of struck me as not only are they they're using they're obviously using their force abilities to enhance their or their practiced sword abilities, right? I mean, it's, it's the most obvious uh, most obvious in Phantom Menace, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole the the Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn fight. I mean, it's very acrobatic and all sorts of stuff. But they're also using their abilities for enhanced agility and all that sort of stuff. And so, but you have to also assume they're also using it for force shielding, which is touched on in the Clone Wars cartoon, as whereas that's essentially what Ahsoka does. Ahsoka use, enhances her already ability, agility abilities and also shields herself. But it always, but, but the, the thought I had was, well then... It's basically lightsaber versus lightsaber, right? So you've got psychic abilities versus psychic abilities, and then technology versus technology. When you're in these, when they're in those situations where it's lightsaber versus lightsaber, and they're locked in battle, you're just like, it's like lightsabers. Okay, why why not just yeah, that that was good. Um, Why not just use the force to switch your opponent's lightsaber off? I mean, it's instantaneous. Yeah, just just boom, turn it off. The lightsaber has nowhere else to go but forward, and then bang, your opponent's dead. It's like, why is this never ever done? So, listeners, if you have a reason, if there's some sort of reason that why that is actually never actually done, then uh, please let me know. But uh, I mean, I, maybe somehow it's actually my my, my thought. The reason I was, I was like, the only thing I can think of is why that's never done in the films is because you need to actually have the force to activate your lightsaber. Mm-hmm. But that's clearly bullshit because Han Solo activates one in Empire Strikes Back. 
So he's force he's force sensitive, but he's not a force user. Because otherwise, that would mean that every single person in the universe was a force user. Well, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, so if anybody, so anybody <laughs> listening knows why, please let me know. Other than the obvious, which is why, well, that would make the fights very short. If the force sort of powers the universe, everybody would be sensitive to it to some degree. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you couldn't use the force on a person who is not sensitive to the force. Gotcha. So um, just just on that, but slightly on a tangent, a little bit. Uh, I found out recently that uh, the the man who plays Finn, whose name escapes me, meet the young African American guy. Uh, he's actually English. The young English African American guy. <laughs> the young African English guy. <laughs> yeah, he puts on an American accent for the film because JJ, oh, he actually, JJ thought it sounded better. He's actually is. You're right because yeah. he's in Attack the Block. Yeah, but he's actually English. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, uh, apparently he had uh, some lightsaber training for the film. Of course. Um, which you know it's fine, but. Uh, when he picks up the lightsaber in the film, he's not meant to know how to use it. He does a fair job, and, it, and it, the scene still works for me, but I think maybe it would have been better if he didn't have any training for that scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, he definitely used it very differently yeah. than, than say, uh, Kylo Ren, but, like, yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like they could have they acknowledged it a little bit more that he didn't have any training on that. Yeah. But that, yeah, but don't they don't they sort of hint at the fact that because he's a stormtrooper, he's got baton training? Like they show stormtroopers, they specifically well, show stormtroopers with batons. Then perhaps they should. And he yeah. does use it. He uses it more as a yeah. blunt object. But, but then why give him lightsaber training for that character? Oh, I see. And yeah. why did why did John he, get actual? That's his name. The actor John. got lightsaber yeah, training. Not, not, not Finn. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But yeah, yeah so why give John yeah act, lightsaber training? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe so. for the next movie. Just so he wasn't making it up on the spot. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's the whole the whole trick of filmmaking is to is to practice, 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 yeah. rehearse, 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 yeah. and then pretend that you never practiced or rehearsed. Yeah. Well, so, the way that the, the expression on Finn's face, he, he just, it does look like he's picked it up for the first time, but he does pretty well with it. He does better than he probably should. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. And let's, let's, not, let's, not, let's not talk about how well Ray does. <laughs> Waste management <laughs> person that he is. Let's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a whole different conversation. But to yeah. answer to answer John's question, Bo, what do you think? I I actually have seen uh, I, I've, people have referenced this before. I don't think it's, it's not in any of the movies, but um, someone made a comic. I saw it on Reddit or something where uh, two characters had done that. Done so what? I think it, I think in the maybe in the comic universe it's been referenced before. Done what? Sorry, where you turn off the lightsaber with the force. Oh, really? There you go. Yeah, I saw it on. I saw a, a comic on Reddit that mentioned that, but I don't know. It, it definitely wasn't from any of the characters in the movie. It was just. Uh, it might have just been some guy's like comic. I don't know. <laughs> oh, whoever that guy is, he's a genius. But I mean, it, the, the, the specifics to John's question is, yeah, why not? Uh, you know, why not disrupt their con- concentration? And I, I think that's actually been done. I mean, that's what the whole purpose of of Vader versus Luke in Empire is he's throwing stuff at him all the time. Well, when Luke can't, when Luke can't lift the uh, the X-Wing out of the the swamp, it's because he loses concentration and it drops. Yeah, well, I think yeah. that's more because he's not strong enough. No, he is strong enough. He just doesn't think he's strong enough. Yeah, would you really say that's concentration? Yeah, well... He, I mean, he's concentrating pretty hard. He actually looks constipated. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, well, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, John, we we all obviously we all agree. You need to have concentration to for the fights. I mean, just those... perhaps in the heat of battle, it hasn't occurred to the opponent to disrupt the force user's concentration. Yeah. But anyway, so thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that question, John. That was awesome. If anybody else has got any other questions that they want us to uh, discuss and or slash argue about, if it's an X Files related question, throw it at us. That'd be awesome. 
David Wayne. We'll get back to you in a few months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was harsh. <laughs> From the both of you, it was like, a, like a two-pronged, <laughs> two-pronged attack. Jeb uppercut. Jeez. The only, oh. way, the only way to turn the other cheek is to turn around and move. Cop another one. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's finish up with uh, coming soon. In Australian cinemas, February 25th, we get 13 Hours, which is Michael Bay's next attempt at a serious film. 13, base, no, 13 Hours of Michael Bay? No. <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's actually about a group of soldiers who get trapped for 13 hours, basically so, have to survive. It's, it's, it's like um, Black Hawk Down, but without of, the helicopter. Lots of action in the action. Yeah, lots of action in the action, and uh, you, know, you know what? I don't, you know, I'm interested. The only the only thing that sort of puts me off it is well, there's two things. One, Michael Bay, Michael Bay. Um, but two. Uh, although I mean, I, I quite like Pain and Gain, which is his other sort of you know sort of serious attempt. But the other thing is that the main star is the dude from The Office, Ricky Gervais. No, oh, right. The yeah, other guy, right. the the the, oh, uh, the American one. Yeah, the American um, one. Um, and um, Steve Carell. No love. The <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the young guy. You're not going to put Steve Corral in an army movie. What? He does serious stuff? <laughs> not in an army film. <laughs> serious, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could build him up, pump anyway, some steroids. No, you're right. Well, anyway, well, yeah, well, that's what happens. This, this office guy has obviously hit the gym, but I, I don't know. I just, I just can't suspend disbelief enough. Although I suppose it works for Chris Pratt, I said, but I don't know. It's different things. Well, at least it wasn't Stephen Merchant. Anyway, before I insult this guy anymore, let's move on. Uh, we're also getting um, God of Egypt. Or Gods of Egypt, uh, which is a yeah, fantasy mythological adventure, uh, which is copying a lot of flack because of the uh, with all the non-Egyptian actors. There's like no Egyptian actors played any of the main <laughs> roles. <laughs> this is hilarious. I mean, Jared Butler, for crying out loud, is playing Anubis. I mean, what the hell is that about? Is he that one with the accent? Yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's that one. <laughs> he, just, should do, he should do it with that. Accent. He's the guy from Three Hundred. It just, it just doesn't make. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, thank you. I mean, this is this is a whole different conversation. I actually do want to have a conversation about this at some point. But this whole whitewashing business, it's getting out of control. Like, I mean, it's, if if you, I, I didn't even, I, it didn't even cross my mind until you just brought it up. Yeah. I, I like seriously didn't even think about that. It was all white guys. Yeah, it's it's all white guys. I think <laughs> I think I mean some of the actors might actually be Egyptian, but all the it's main not characters quite are quite as bad as Burt Reynolds playing in Navajo. Or, or... yeah, well the, the white Russian thing, right? I mean, obviously in the past it was a big deal. You know, Al Jolson and all that sort of stuff, yeah. right? Obviously it's it's you know it's all racist and is is a disgrace and that's fine. But now I think it's just gone to extremes. And and it really hit the nail on the head for me recently when. Um, there are movies that come out called The Forest, which is about uh, the forest in Japan that's at the base of Mount Fuji where people go to commit suicide. It's, it's, I mean, it's a real place and it's a real problem. Um, and the main actress is, uh, is an American. It's the chick from um, Game of Thrones, uh, Natalie Dormer. And, you know, there's, up, there's outrage. So, you know, as American, a white, you know, Caucasian American in a, in a Japanese film. But she's actually playing an American. She's not playing a Japanese lady. It's different. <laughs> it's, it's was, like, yeah. What are you getting upset was, about? Actually, pay attention. Actually, having a discussion similar to this yesterday with a work colleague, um, she was up in arms. Um, so I can't remember who it was now, but to this person's playing um, 
I can't remember. So, so for, for argument's sake, it was an American playing an English person. Why can't they get an English person to play an English person? I said, well, that's the thing about acting. When you're acting, you're pretending to be someone else. So it's, it's okay to put on an accent as long as you get that accent right and you're believable. But it's a bit different to have some, uh, like from the same sort of, what's the term, race. Yeah. Like so, a white American playing a white Englishman. That's 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 fine. Yeah. But if your if your story is all about, say, people living in Africa, you don't want white Americans playing those people. Yeah. Because that that'd be nuts. Yeah, I think he just said he just said it might, way better than I just yeah. did. So, <laughs> so there's a bit of a line there, but yeah, the, there's the, a line. It's use, use some common sense. Yeah, I'm with you. Common so, sense. So if your your entire movie is set in Egypt and all your characters are Egyptian, perhaps you should get some Egyptian actors. Yeah, and they exist. So, yeah, I mean, I guess with gods of Egypt, I mean, it's, it's mythological, so let's face it, yeah. it could be anything. But with um, what was Ridley Scott's latest one, the the Egyptian thing, like with Moses and. And all sort of stuff. Like Moses played by an American guy, the Pharaoh was played by an Australian. <laughs> it's like, but they there, also, are, there they, are Egyptian actors out there, please. But the studios then on the other on the other side of the coin, they want actors that'll bring audiences to the cinemas. And then on the yeah. flip side, the complete flip side of that is uh, there was a shot on Reddit that I saw where it's a picture of. Uh, Malik, uh, the, the, the guy from Robot, the Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot, yeah, 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 yeah. wearing an Egyptian costume. And the the comment is is like is like, oh, you know, whitewashing. Why have they got this white white guy to play this Egyptian? And the, the comment underneath is like, are you are you retarded? It's like this is which obviously is not a not a good response, but still, you know, are you retarded? This is you know blah 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 from you know he is actually Egyptian. <laughs> so, so anyway, anyway, we're moving on. Uh, we also get uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So based on the book, uh, it's it uh, from all accounts, it's actually pretty decent. Um, so I'll check it out. Oh, it's an, it's an interesting concept. I, I actually quite like the novel. Yeah, I'm not, I just, yeah, I don't like zombies. Well, the fact that the zombies talk, I think, is is not very good. But other than that, I'm gonna I'm willing to check it out. Uh, we also get Son of Soul, and uh, for uh, us uh, Cohen fans, Hail Caesar. Mm. Hail Caesar. I heard that's yep. really good. Yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, it's it can it uh, continues their uh, idiot. <laughs> line of films uh, so you got um, George Clooney playing uh, it's set in um, you know, the golden age of Hollywood and George Clooney's playing an actor who gets kidnapped and then you've got a whole bunch of people who basically get involved so typical typical Cohen and uh, I'm quite excited in America uh, we have Eddie the Eagle Australia's uh, own Hugh Jackman Jack- yeah it's Hugh Jackman's new movie <laughs> yeah. did, you see the, did you see the Ryan Reynolds uh, interview in Hugh Jackman Big. I haven't watched it yet. I heard it's hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's going to be a really weird Wolverine movie. Hmm. Uh, we have uh, Gods of Egypt, um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon's Sword of Destiny. <laughs> wow, I never and, heard of it. Yeah, and then we've got uh, Triple Nine. <laughs> anyway, that's it for episode 183. Uh, it was a bit of a rant episode. I, I'm actually quilly, I'm feeling quite unwell, so I think that might have affected me. I was like, I got a bit... Yeah, it's the codril. A bit hyped up with the codril. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I liked it. That's it for me and the crew, Crystal. No, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> All those Egyptian films and things made me think back to the heyday of filmmaking. I'm Spartacus and so is my wife. <laughs> and Bo. David, you said you were going to cut out all the parts where you didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. It's going to be a pretty short episode, man. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I have copped at this episode, man. Where's the love? <laughs> he said he's not well. Where is the love? 
actually quite long. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to NCP. Thank you for being a part of our crew. If you would like to support the show, you can use the Amazon widget on our website to do your Amazon shopping. If you have any feedback, please go to nerdculturepodcast.com forward slash contact us where you will find a list of the many different ways you can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.